Welcome to the Soulful Mystics Podcast. I'm Steph. And I'm Julie. And we are intuitive hypnotists, sharing our journey along the way. Hi, Steph here. It's already February and we are so excited to be back. We're sharing new and exciting sessions and topics this season. And in this episode, Julie created a script specifically for channeling. It was a very unique and enlightening experience. We're going to be doing more channeling sessions like this with each other, as well as a couple other people this season, including Mary. If you're curious about spiritual topics and have questions for an enlightened being, please send us your questions and we will ask them during a channeling session. We're excited to try something new, and of course, we can't guarantee all questions will be answered, but we are confident that we will receive the answers and clarity we need as a collective. And just a reminder that for podcast purposes, we remove the long pauses throughout the session. Typically, it does take some time to experience and observe within the session and then translate the message or experience. And in this session in particular, there were a lot of very long pauses. If you have any questions for us, stories to share, topics to suggest, or feedback, we would love to hear from you. Email us at soulfulmysticspodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to book with the amazing Julie, creator of Soul Seeker Hypnosis, you can find her and all her info in the show notes below, as well as soulseekerhypnosis.com. And if you want to book with me, you can find me at soulfulstephanie.com. We're also offering a coupon code for all listeners. Just put in SMP10 for 10% off all offerings. All right, enjoy. Just allow the details of this beautiful and sacred space to unfold effortlessly and automatically, knowing that insights and guidance is on its way to you. Feel and sense the unconditional love that is flowing from them to you. Your vibration is so high right now, allowing you to easily see, feel, sense, and know that they are there. You can easily receive their insights and messages. This may come in the form of thoughts, knowings, sounds, memories, images in your mind, feelings in your body, or you may be open to allowing them to speak directly through you. Your heart is open and ready to trust in the information that you are receiving. Just take it all in, surrender, and let them in. Maybe they wish to speak to you telepathically, or maybe with your permission, they would like to speak through you to answer your questions as I ask them. And if you're okay with that, silently affirm yes or no. Whatever is right, just know it is for your highest and greatest good. The answers come in waves of intuition, intuitive insights, symbols, and gentle whispers. Trust the process and allow the divine guidance to flow effortlessly. Taking a moment now to just allow yourself to fully immerse in the experience, engaging all of your senses. And when you're ready, please tell me what you are aware of here. There's a man. He's saying Michael Celestial. He's here to help me. When the scene first started, I couldn't see any colors or light. It was all gray. 
it was like a gray, cold, open space, kind of like a castle, like an empty, abandoned castle. And I couldn't get through to the gate. And there was an attachment, like a shadow black figure. It was small, but it was attached to my shoulder and taking energy from my heart. And then he showed up and he was just full of color and light. And he told me that if I stepped over through the gate, that these entities can't follow me. And they were just immediately taken off. And so he, I don't know if he's going to be with us the whole time, but his name is Michael. Wow. And so is this Archangel Michael? Yeah. Good. Beautiful. And so before we move along, is there anything more to know about these entities or would you prefer to continue forward? He says that we need to do more protection because they can sense the ebbs and flows and and that's how they get attached. And if we're not practicing daily, two times a day, he says, when you wake up and when you go to sleep to just clear the energy I think that's his message is just to to actually put into practice the cleansing. And now he's gone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I was going to ask him more questions, but okay then. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so now that Archangel Michael has gone, he's he's given you his protection. He's cleared these entities. Is there a particular being, guide, or loved one that is stepping forward to answer these questions for us today? the master teacher Huma, the one, the hypnosis or meditation feminine figure that I've been trying to connect with. It's just, she seems like at a distance, like Archangel Michael was very, very close to me. And she's like, it's almost like I have to do work to get to her. Okay. Or and just walk. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Just take a step forward to get closer to her and let's see what happens. Just know that you can easily move your awareness closer and closer to her one step at a time. And once you reach her, just let me know. Mm, Yeah, I'm pretty close. Good. And can you describe her to me? She has like really beautiful, almost caramelly skin that shimmers. Like it's, she's breathtaking. She has light brown eyes, dark hair that looks curly, but it's it's like in a little bun. She almost seems cartoon-like and she's smiling. It's She's very welcoming and calm and patient. And I think the patience and I don't know, it's almost like a, you know how a hummingbird moves so fast, but they don't look like they're moving at all? Yes. She kind of has that energy. Beautiful. And so you said her name is Uma or... Am I pronouncing that correctly? I don't know how to. I'm just, it's like H-U-M-A, almost like hum with an A. I just kind of made it up. I don't know if that's her name. Okay. Well, let's ask her. Is Huma your true name or is there another name you'd like Steph to refer to you as? She likes Huma. It's almost like a nickname. I think her name starts with an A. Abrahuma. It's almost hard to pronounce. Okay. Sure. And that's all right. And now how does Huma communicate with you on a regular basis? I think I need to like release something to like let her in because she comes to me 
on my walks and I haven't been walking or in the car. And it's like, if, if your thoughts are clear, it's so easy to hear her. So it's like letting go of that gunk, I think is, and I think that's what Michael was doing, helping me do. Okay. And so now that you've released those entities that you were unknowingly carrying, you've let go of that gunk when you stepped through the gateway. Is it easier for you to communicate with Huma now? Yeah. Good. And maybe I'm asking this question to Huma at this point, but is there anything more that Steph can do to make her connection to you easier and more effortlessly? Invite me in. Mm -hmm. And what is the best way for Steph to invite you in? Breathing intention and passion good thank you for that and now when steph is on a walk or driving silently in in a car how can she know when you're there with her a combination of calm and excitement ah, it's a feeling good are there any signs or other sensations that you send steph so she can be more aware in using her words she can know she can know by the words that she's called to use. Mm. So in her speaking or writing, if there's language or words that maybe she wouldn't normally use, she can attribute that to you? Yes. Beautiful. And so just going into some questions that Steph and I have for you today, Steph would like to know if you can provide some insight on the depression that she's been feeling lately. How can she resolve this once and for all? A change in routine, specifically the morning to start the day. Good. And do you have any suggestions for her what she could do to make this change? She does know what to do. It's walking, cleansing, being present, and finding intention, doing things mindfully. Good. And so when you say cleansing, is there something specific that she can do? Depending on the night, after a nightmare or bad dream, it's important to take a shower and wash off the remnants of the work done. And while showering, just imagining, visualizing the water cleansing deeper beyond the body and starting the day off with a clean slate, mind, body, and soul. Beautiful. Thank you for that information. And do you have any insights or messages for Steph and her journey of ascension? It's important to find balance, to allow for rest, not to feel guilty, and take the time needed to recalibrate. Good. And when you say recalibrate, can you explain further what that means to help us better understand? To discover what you're working on mostly, in this case, ascension and spirituality, but we're leaving the body behind. And by leaving the body behind, the body is picking up what doesn't belong. And that is what's causing the heaviness and it's holding back for further ascension because in order to ascend, the three pieces of yourself have to be equal. Good. And so doing that process of cleansing, 
in the morning, the routine of cleansing, being present, finding intention, walking, being more mindful. Do all of those things help with the recalibration? Yes. Beautiful. Is there anything that Steph can know or understand about her dream work? It is heavy work, but it's work that will help not only in this life, but in the lives of the people around and in the future. There's something deeper within our dreams that if we fully knew, we wouldn't be able to achieve what we need to. So there has to be some mystery there. But just know that you can't be doing work that you can't handle. So everything that you do, you can handle. Good. Thank you. What can we know about Max's dream work and his talking in his sleep? A lot of those messages are also for Steph. The ones that she doesn't hear are made for him to find his confidence and his ability to go beyond. He won't remember them, but he's doing a lot of work for the human race, mankind, almost grunt work. Good. Now that Steph and Max are recording what he says in his sleep, will that help to bring him further understanding? It will help him understand himself and his journey, but he won't necessarily follow the spiritual path in this life but it does help to open him up. Good. Thank you for that. And so switching gears just a little bit here, I have a question and I'd like to know what is the best, most responsible way for someone to open their third eye and how can they know that they are ready to do this? If they're thinking about doing the work to open the third eye, they are ready. Doing it with intention, through peace and tranquility, meditation, intentionally opening it with patience, self-love, and acceptance, that is the best way not to get frustrated when our body holds us back. You need to work on all aspects of you. Thank you for that information. And in a recent client session that I had, it was brought to my attention that I am supposed to send a meditation. Can you tell me what meditation am I meant to send to Meredith that will help her to open her third eye? You are meant to create more than one. You are meant to do many short meditations along with self-hypnosis for spiritual awakening, self-acceptance, empathy for the self, and finding the courage to share your voice and your story in order to ascend. Thank you. And what can a person experience when their third eye is open? How can they know that it is open? It's that deeper knowing, and when it is open, you're able to see and feel 
the information deeper within your psyche and your body, it doesn't feel very much different. It's a knowledge, a wisdom. Uh, thank you. Is Steph's third eye open? It can be. The body needs to follow. The body's not following at this time. But it can be. One day it could be open. The next day, it's just like your physical eyes. If you want to keep them closed, you won't see or pull in the knowledge. You need to intentionally open it. Uh, thank you. Is my third eye open? It can be as well. The body and oftentimes the mind will shut them. The three eyes. There is an intention to see with your physical eyes and then understand with your third eye. But you have to trust it. And trust is falling behind. Thank you. And is there anything that either Steph or I can do to help solidify that trust even more? Keep doing what you're doing. Keep practicing. It could be going for a walk to the water, looking at somebody, and just pulling in all the information that comes to you with your third eye intentionally open and accepting that that information that came in is the reality. There is no need for validation. The validation is in your trust. Ah, thank you. And switching gears again, can you tell me who is this beautiful African woman that I saw during my sound massage? And will I see her again? And how can I connect with her directly? I have like head to toe goosebumps. If she would like to answer this question and stuff, if you're okay with it. Your true home, where you study, where you learn, she's stepping forward with that. And she's she's wanting to connect with you through third eye opening and meditation. There's a lot more to come and she's waiting for you to visit. All right. And does she have a name or something that I can use to call upon her? I will give you my name upon meeting. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. All right. And so is there anything our pets need us to know about their health? I'm feeling like our health is affecting their health. Mm. And there's something in the energy around there's a heaviness uh, that it's not just our pets it's it's happening to animals all over mm. and they're just feeling the heaviness of the world it's like anxious anxiety it's causing anxiety but they don't understand where it's coming from i don't know how to protect it is like protecting our own energy and showing them that we feel confident and safe and healthy and strong. Wonderful. And is there anything else that will help us to ensure their optimal health and happiness? To trust your gut for it. If you feel the vet is wrong or they're not looking at something to speak up because you know, you know more than, than we think we do about the, their health and how they're feeling uh, and what you. they need. 
And switching gears again here, will Steph and I get to meet in April? There are full body chills. And mm. I I feel like she is pulling strings. Like I see her, but I feel like she's working with that other that other woman. Our guides are working together. Yeah. They're pulling uh. strings. And there's something about that experience that I feel I feel you will get more information about her and so will I about about both of them maybe. I feel like they come from the same place. Their skin is just this like mm. glowing. They just look very similar in energy and yeah, I I do feel like that's going to be something that opens it up and it can happen. It's about releasing fear. Releasing fear, releasing self-judgment about doing things in an in a certain order and mm. release the idea that money over experiences is worth it it's the it should be the experiences mm. you came here to experience life and that will be an experience of a lifetime wow well i'm excited <laughs> speaking of limiting beliefs and I hate to bring up money, but given the current situation in the world and, and that we are living a human experience, is there anything that we can do to release limiting beliefs and blocks around financial abundance? And I don't just mean for material things, but to live life more easily and to afford to be generous and helping others and even to travel to see and work with each other. There's a sense of security coming for both it's success after tests and after overcoming challenges and there's no failure i just see like a road that breaks off into different paths and as we're going down the main road we take a walk into one of the paths and discover something there and mm. it's not a detour because that path always leads back to the main road, but it's about following those side paths in order to find more to our story and our journey. There's there's so much more, but if it was easy, we wouldn't look for those other pieces. I see. And you're meant to find the meditation and a lot more clients are going to come from, from that path. Okay. Thank you. And what about Steph and her clients? There is a sense of divine feminine coming and that is going to lead to a network of in-person friends who might share similar things and, and that will help her branch off. Good. And what is the best way for Steph and I to elevate our businesses and our podcast in 2024? Do the ritual, the routine, the cleansing, protect your energy in order to pull in the energy that you need to move forward with it in a way that you feel good and that you're taken care of. And that in turn will attract even more people. But you need to feel good because people can feel the energy mm. that you have in the moment. And that's okay. Because they need to feel the ups and downs in order to connect because we all feel that. But it is important to solidify prioritizing yourself and your energy as much as possible. 
I feel the morning right now is, is where we need to start. It's like start small, one thing at a time, but keep doing it. Maintain that self-care. Otherwise, we're just going to keep falling into this pit of the same thing over and over again until we decide to change it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I definitely am feeling that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is there a special message that our guides can provide us that we can share with our podcast listeners? There will be a lot of other connections made in the new year, and those connections will help to connect listeners with their soul tribe, their soul family, different avenues of spirituality will be coming together and there will be a mode of connecting and communicating between listeners in a way that will help them not feel so alone and they'll be able to find their connection like we found our connection. Oh, beautiful. I love that. Do you have any advice for Steph on publishing the deck of oracle cards that she has created? And will this be a success for her? It will be a success once she takes that leap. You mm. got to take the leap. Uh, it's hard sometimes, but you'll know the right time to do it. Just like you with your gratitude journals and all the other stuff that your mind is creating, both of you. It's allowing for those things to come through and working on them. And then as soon as the time is right, when you feel secure, to put your faith in it and take that leap. Thank you. And is there anything we can know about our keys? Steph recently just got hers. Will I get mine? You just got to blow off the dust. Okay. It's with you. I think it's, I just see it with dust on it, almost like the trust and knowing that it won't be the answer to all it, it comes with the ups and downs as well. It's really just trusting in your abilities and, and trusting in that will allow you to have that direct connection because you'll know that it's all real. So I feel like this meditation and connecting to this master teacher that awaits you will just really unlock everything. Great. All right. So I'm not sure which guide would like to answer this question, but with the state of the world currently, the interest rate soaring, cost of living and groceries are so high. Is there anything we should know to help us through this? And will things get better anytime soon? Steph, I think you might be muted if you're speaking. Hello? Hello. <laughs> I hear you now. That was weird. So maybe we're not meant to know this. Okay. <laughs> All right. We can move on then. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know, but I just happened to look down and it showed you were muted. That's so weird. Were you speaking? Did you say anything? Yeah. I was talking the entire time. It's like, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But the mm. inflation is here for a reason because things need to change. And the way that we understand living and groceries and the way we receive our food is going to change. I think it needs, like we're, we're kind of being pushed into a direction of self 
gardening and like taking care of yourself or being more self-reliant and things like that. But it's going to take some time because we all need to relearn how to do all that. Okay. Do you have any insights or is there anything we can know about the new earth? And do we have a role to play in this? Our role is healing and helping others to find their own unique gifts and abilities to heal and to bring something to this new world. And I do think that this inflation is kind of like leading to that. Without all of this, we would all stay still because it was comfortable. It's just increasingly getting more and more uncomfortable, which is leading us to something new and different. And we just have to keep doing this work because people are going to need it more and more coming up Mm. very soon. Okay. All right. And that was all the questions that I had today. Um, Do any of the guides or is there anyone that wants to step forward to provide any final messages today? Basically, I think everything will fall into place after we start doing those acts of self-care intentionally. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And that's it for today's episode. Until next time, stay curious. Stay mystical.